Hello, friends. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to talk about obsessive-compulsive disorder with a focus on intrusive thoughts. This podcast episode is not intended to replace therapy, counseling, or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched, and opinions are my own. I am a mental health registered nurse and professional content developer. As far as obsessive-compulsive disorder, a core symptom of obsessive-compulsive disorder is obsessions, which are unwanted, distressing, and uncontrollable thoughts. The content and themes of these intrusive thoughts vary, but are often a disturbing nature. Typical OCD thoughts. Let's talk about that. Each person with OCD will have a different experience with obsessions, but common thoughts or thought patterns may include aggressive or disturbing ideas. Uh, For instance, thoughts of murdering a spouse or child concerns about unwittingly causing injury, for instance, hitting a pedestrian while while driving or running someone over, Uh, constant worry about catching a deadly disease and or contaminating others with your germs, also disturbing sexual and or religious imagery that might include sexual assault or inappropriate sexual acts. Fears about contamination with environmental toxins like lead or radioactivity. Fear of harming inanimate objects. Fears of forgetting or losing something. An intense fear that something horrible will happen to a loved one profound worry about doing something extremely embarrassing, uh, like maybe screaming out in obscenity at a funeral or during a uh, church service. And lastly, a strong, uh, uh, just a strong need to reorder things until they feel just right. Research has shown that strange, even disturbing thoughts pop into most people's minds on a daily basis. While the majority of people are able to continue going about their day without giving the thoughts a second thought, the experience can be profoundly distressing, even debilitating for people with OCD. To cope with the day-to-day occurrence of these intrusive thoughts, People with OCD develop compulsions to try to relieve the anxiety created by the obsessions. It's worth uh, some time to be spent focused on intrusive thoughts. First of all, what is an intrusive thought? Intrusive thoughts are unwanted thoughts, images, impulses or urges that can occur just spontaneously or 
that can be cued by external or internal stimuli. Typically, these thoughts are distressing, which makes them intrusive, and they tend to reoccur. They are predominantly associated with obsessive compulsive disorder, but they are often seen amongst the symptoms of other anxiety disorders. For instance, generalized anxiety disorder. Common themes of intrusive thoughts, as I said, include harm, violence, sexuality, sexual behaviors, religion, and making mistakes causing accidents. Now, these themes generally provoke emotional distress, particularly when they are perceived as being out of character or against the person's respective values. Intrusive thoughts often elicit feelings of guilt, shame, embarrassment, and or fear. Consequently, many people are hesitant to reveal or disclose their intrusions to others. However, intrusive thoughts are far from um, being uncommon. They're more common than typically believed. Intrusive thoughts are not unique to people who are struggling with a mental health concern or concerns. They are also experienced by individuals who do not routinely struggle with anxiety. In fact, research has found that over 90% of the population experience intrusive thoughts. And that is according to Abramowitz, Deakin, and Whiteside in an article printed in 2011. Some intrusive thoughts that have been identified by people who do not experience clinical anxiety include thoughts of swerving their car into incoming traffic, images of hurting a loved one, thoughts of catching diseases, impulses to do something shameful, thoughts of leaving an appliance running and causing a flood or fire, thoughts that are blasphemous, etc., so the, the primary difference between intrusive thoughts that occur in the presence of clinical anxiety and those that do not is the way these thoughts are appraised. Individuals with clinical anxiety are more likely to judge their intrusive thoughts as bad, immoral, or dangerous. These interpretations generally lead to emotional, what I call activation, which increases the perceived strength of the intrusive thoughts, which then increases the level of focus on that intrusive thought. People with clinical anxiety are also more likely to spend more time thinking about the implications of these thoughts and take measures to attempt to prevent the feared potential consequences from occurring. Again, we're talking about OCD and throw in anxiety too. Uh, furthermore, they are more likely to overestimate the probability of experiencing these feared outcomes. People without clinical anxiety are more apt to dismiss such thoughts, as I mentioned, as out of the ordinary, and then they go on about their day. 
Well, others may suggest that people struggling with intrusive thoughts distract themselves, get their mind off of these thoughts, or just simply don't worry about them. While this advice may be well-intended, adherence is generally not feasible in the presence of clinical anxiety. It is also not supported by research. So let's go into a couple of things. One is thought suppression. Uh, People with OCD and anxiety may react to intrusive thoughts by trying to suppress them, though it often makes them come back worse than before. The behavior leads to a cycle of continued thought suppression, which causes more distressing thoughts and may even create obsessions. If you have OCD, you should know that there are many psychological and medical treatments that can effectively reduce the intensity and frequency of obsessions. Let me focus a little more on this thought suppression. Thought suppression or attempts to otherwise banish a thought tends to have a a boomerang effect. No matter how hard you try to push them away, uh, they continue to make their way back into your consciousness. Uh, I recently came across a, a good metaphor that helps envision the result of attempted thought suppression. So, imagine that you were at a pool and there was a large inflatable beach ball in the water. In this comparison, the beach ball represents your intrusive thought. You decide to try to shove the beach ball underneath the waterline, i.e. you attempt to stuff down your intrusive thought. This requires a notable amount of both effort and strength, right? You most likely won't be able to do it, or at least not for very long, and the moment you let up, Even the slightest bit, the beach ball intrusive thought will pop right back out of the water and back into your awareness. Let's look at some self-help strategies. Along with therapy and medication, uh, a popular medication is sertraline. Uh, Please know that that isn't the only medication, although it is popular uh, for people with anxiety and OCD. So there are self-help strategies that may be beneficial if you are learning to cope with and control obsession thoughts. Now they say, find a distraction. Again, I'm going to tell you that uh, this is not supported by research, but some people say that it works for them. So they'll try going for a walk, listening to music, playing a video game, or reading a book for at least 15 minutes to take your focus away from your obsessive thoughts. Delaying your attention to them will help them feel less urgent, 
the more you practice shifting your focus, gradually doing so for longer periods of time, you may find your thoughts change or you become less anxious about them. This may work for some people. It is a, a very popular, however. Another very popular self-help strategy, which uh, I work on an inpatient unit, we really encourage folks to do, and that's to journal your thoughts. Jot down your worries as soon as they occur, seeing just how many of them there are, as well as the pattern of repetition regarding your thoughts. Uh, this may improve your sense of control. Practice self-care. Reducing stress by eating right, exercising regularly, and, and getting enough sleep will improve your overall health and in turn can help you cope more effectively with your obsessive thoughts. Next, use relaxation techniques, meditation, deep breathing, which I have mentioned in many podcasts, mindfulness exercises, which will be our next podcast on mindfulness. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Or even just a warm bath are techniques that can help you keep your stress levels in check. Another thing is join a support group. Being around others who have been through what you are going through and understand how you feel can help you feel less alone. Uh, ask a therapist or doctor if there are local support groups for OCD or go to the internet and Google OCD support groups. Some are only available uh, in person, face to face. Others are through uh, the internet, uh, through messaging. Um, so there, there's many ways uh, that support groups interact. So there are also, I forgot to let you know, online communities and forums, many of which offer useful resources in addition to a connection. The thing to remember about intrusive thoughts is that they are just thoughts, albeit distressing ones. They are not predictions of the future and they are not reality. Experiencing intrusive thoughts does not make you a bad person. Please know that. And having these thoughts does not increase the likelihood that something bad will happen. There is a very big difference between thinking and doing. However, because such thoughts are distressing, many people reflexively try to suppress or get rid of them to no avail. In the presence of anxiety and obsessive-compulsive disorders, 
Intrusive thoughts should especially not be suppressed, but rather they should be examined, confronted, and worked through. This is the approach embedded within cognitive behavioral therapy, or what we call CBT, and exposure and response prevention, which we call ERP. By learning how to systematically come into contact with intrusive thoughts, individuals can learn to effectively address these intrusions in ways that provide much more than the temporary relief offered by thought suppression, compulsive rituals, checking behaviors, and or frequent confessing apologizing. In essence, these treatments will decrease both the frequency and the power of intrusive thoughts. Combined together, CBT and ERP can reverse the cycle between intrusive thoughts, misappraisals, emotional activation slash distress, and compulsive behaviors. I always encourage everyone to seek uh, a therapist, counselor, psychiatrist, and they will guide you as far as what's best for you. Everyone is slightly different. What I spoke about is the, the, the largeness of the population of those who have OCD and or anxiety, which is intrusive thoughts. Please know that there is help out there through a therapist, psychiatrist, or a counselor. This is Lisa. This is real life. Please stay well.